Gabe Miller here, and I want to personally thank you for checking out our podcast. And I also want to encourage you to click the subscribe button so that each week's message will automatically show up in your feed. Another great way to stay connected with this is on our website at yourimpactchurch.com and on all of our social media outlets at Your Impact Church. I hope this message today encourages you, inspires you, and challenges you. Let's jump into the message. Well, good morning, church. Come on, who's excited to be at church today? Anybody? Yeah, we're glad that you're here, and uh, we have so many things coming up in the near future. Um, You'll be hearing a lot more about those things, and we would love for you to join us. If you've never been a part of a serve day, I want to invite you uh, personally to come out on uh, the first Saturday of each month is when we typically do it, and we serve all over our community. We'll serve lunches in the uh, Piggly Wiggly parking lot. We're going to be at the Salvation Army in March uh, last, last month or this month. A few weeks ago, we were at the Pregnancy Center and just really trying to be a blessing in our community. So I want to invite you to do that. Before we uh, do anything else, though, I want to take a moment and pray for another church in our community. And so today we're going to pray for New Hope Baptist Church. So will you bow your heads? Let's say a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity we have uh, to be in this building right now, Lord. That we, May we never take it for granted to come together corporately and worship you, be in your word together. Lord, we thank you for that opportunity, and we thank you for New Hope Baptist Church. Lord, I pray that you would bless their leadership and their pastor, their congregation, everything they do to build your kingdom. Lord, let your favor be on them, and we thank you for the opportunity we have to build your kingdom alongside them in this community. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. Well, I don't want to waste a whole lot of time today. Uh, We have a very special, special guest. We have the Bishop michael grant with us all the way from the great country of jamaica and uh yeah you are if you've been if you have uh he is way cooler than i am i'm just gonna full disclaimer before he comes and 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 speaks to us but uh if you've been on one of our mission trips to jamaica then chances are you have met michael uh, while there, and uh, just an incredible, incredible man of God and leader. This last year when we were there in June, um, their church, his church, allowed me to preach uh, on that Sunday morning, and today we get to return the favor. Come on. <laughs> and so I'm excited for what God is going to uh, to speak through you, and I just want you to lean in, open your hearts, open your ears, and come on, will you put your hands together and welcome to the stage Bishop Michael Grant. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. And it's my joy to be here at the Impact Church. What a joy. Making so much impact in your area and beyond. We are excited. We are so blessed to have had you in the past in Jamaica. And we are looking forward to having you again this summer. So my hope and my prayer is I know that your team has been growing. I think that the first time you came to Jamaica, that was pre-COVID, and you are preaching a few of our churches in the western Jamaica. You have done what VBS, and we have remodeled the church in western Jamaica. And you have grown from that. You have been in Christ, cool, cool Christiana, man. And that was good last year. 
And we're looking so much forward to you coming back this year. You know, I was just uh, thinking this morning, and I realized that Texas, is um, your population is 10 times the size of Jamaica. Okay, <laughs> and you love for that, but, geo but um, um, geographically, you are 50 times the size of Jamaica. In other words, Jamaica can hold in Texas 50 times, all right? But with that being said, it tells me that all of impact can hold in Jamaica. So you need to come to Jamaica, all right, you know. There was a particular, <laughs> you know, there's a song that the Jamaica Tourist Board do. It says, one love, one heart. Come to Jamaica and feel all right. Okay, so come to Jamaica and feel all right. You know, so I came out of a cool, cool 88 degree Fahrenheit. And I got up in that 24 this morning. That's a huge drop in temperature. But you know what happened? It's still cool, all right? <laughs> so, you know, you know, there will be a lot of things happening this summer. I'm so happy that you have committed to be there. We are still praying and hoping that more persons will sign up for this mission trip in Jamaica. You know, part of what we shall be doing this year, the government have decided that they will take away or hold the children if we do not build a new dorm for the older guys. And the truth is, new vision is a Christian home. And there's no way we are going to allow or will really want them to take away our older children and place them into a home that is not godly. So we want you to pray to help us to build and also to come and help us minister to our children. You know, when you get to Jamaica this year, you shall meet a young man by the name of Sahul. Sahul. Now, if you have not met him before, but Sahul is our new um, campus pastor at New Vision. Because a number of our kids have gotten saved. And we thought more or less that we're caring for them in so many different areas. So why not bring on somebody who has gone through the home? Well, Sahul would have been at New Vision from age four. So he grew, he got called to the ministry, he went to Bible college, and now he's back at New Vision doing the work of God with our children at New Vision. So as you come this summer, you are coming there also to hold up the hands of Sahol with VBS, all right, and just ministering to our boys and our girls. We're hoping to be in a couple of churches also to do ministry in some churches. And let me just say this, as I share with our pastor and Dustin last night, that I really believe that missions change you more than I would change anybody else. When you go on a mission trip, it changes you. You will never be the same again. It will be total transformation. It does matter what age you go there at. It does matter what time you go there. But you will come back to, with a powerful impact to make on your nation and nations of the world. So I want to appeal to you. If you have not yet signed up, all right, please do. Would love to have you in beautiful, sunshining Jamaica. <laughs> so once again, come to Jamaica and feel all right. 
I'm not a good singer. You know that, right? <laughs> but you know what happened? I've been praying and thinking. And um, I knew that I'll be speaking here. But what I did not do beforehand is to have a prearranged sermon to preach to you. Because I really wanted God to place in my spirit a word that is directly for you. And I believe that every person in this house today, that God has given me a word. It is a prophetical word that every person will leave here being blessed, knowing that God has spoken to you directly today. So, I'll try my best not to talk too fast. Because I want you to hear and to understand every single word that I will speak today. So let's look at these verses quickly. The book of Genesis chapter 41. And the verses are 39 through 44. Again, Genesis chapter 41. And the verses are 39 through 44. You may follow as I read it today. It says, And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, For as much as God hath showed thee all of this, there is none so discreet and wise as you are. Thou shalt be over my house. And according unto thy word shall all my people be ruled. Only the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, See, I have set thee over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand and put it upon Joseph's hand and arrayed him in vestures of fine linen and put a gold chain about his neck. And he made him to ride in the second chariot which he had. And they cried before him, bow the knee. And he made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh. And without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in the land of Egypt. Egypt. Well, this is the word of God. We pray for his honor, his blessings, and his anointing today. In Jesus' name, amen. So with that being read, I want to encourage our hearts today on the topic. The five groups of people, the five groups of people that you will meet on the road to your success. On the road to your success. You know, as I said earlier on that, I want this word to be a prophetic word. You know, because you will understand that there are so many things that can happen between your now. And your now speaks to the dream that God has placed in your life. Your now speaks to the plan that God has given you. Your now speaks to the prophetic word that somebody prayed over you many years ago. 
Your now speaks to the things that have been planted in your spirit. That you know that it was not by might nor by power. But you know that it had to be the plan and the power, the presence and the spirit of God. You know that you were not meditating on it. But God had planned something in you. But it takes a long time between your now and your then. Now between your now and your then, a lot of people have given up. A lot of people have become discouraged. A lot of people have become disappointed. A lot of people have said, God, I don't believe that it was you who gave me that desire. A lot of people have said, God, I don't believe that it was you who gave me that dream. A lot of people have said, God, I don't believe that it is you who had given me that vision. Because many a times between your now and your then, years can pass. And if you are not strong, you are going to give up. If you are not strong, you are going to drop the ball. If you are not strong, you are going to step back and let other people have their way. But I come to tell you today that you need to be strong and keep your eyes on Jesus. I come to tell you that the Egyptians who come to take away your dreams will be defeated by the power and the spirit of the living God. And you will be victorious in the powerful name of the Son of God. So brothers and sisters, don't forget the days of your now. Because you are a walking miracle. You are a walking anointed child of the living God. You have a dream on the inside that the devil is fighting. But behold, the word of God declares, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You are to put on the whole armor of God that you will be able to stand between your now and your then. But who are these people that we will see between our now and our then? Because you will understand that as we read the text this morning, you will see Joseph's then. And many a times people don't see when you are struggling, but they see when you get the victory. Many a times people don't see when you are crying and broken hearted. And boy, you have sacrificed so much. You have been through so much. But they see when the glory days are here. As we have read, you will understand that we see the then of Joseph, that Pharaoh made him a great man in Egypt. A great man in Egypt. But again, it did not start that way. There are many of you who are seated here today. If somebody only knows how you will be gone, they will not hate you for where you are today. If somebody just knows the struggles and the pain 
and the sacrifices that you have made to be where you are today, then they will not hate you for what you have achieved today. Because many people fail to understand your past. And there are so many struggles that you have been through to get to where you are. But I want to prophesy to you today that your best is yet to come. That there are greater things ahead of you. As I walk into Impact Church this morning, I felt the confirmation Pastor gave that your best is yet to come. I get the impression that there are greater things that are on the horizon. I believe that eyes have not seen as yet, and ears have not heard of yet, and neither has it entered into the hearts of man the things that God has in store for impact the church. Your best is yet to come. Can you preach with me? Just tell your neighbor, neighbor, your best is yet to come. You're not preaching. Come on, preach it. Touch your neighbor. Your best is yet to come. Because I believe it in my spirit that your best is yet to come. But you know, as you move on this road to your success, as you move down this road to your best that is yet to come, you have to look out for these people. So the first group of people that you need to look out for are those whom I call the haters. The haters. There are people who are going to hate you for no reason at all. They are going to hate you for what you have. And they are going to hate you for what you don't have. They are going to hate you because they see progress that is made. And amazingly, your haters are not just the enemies who are far away from you. But your haters can be closer than you believe. Now you will understand that Joseph's haters were not the Egyptians. They were not the Canaanites. They were not the Hittites. They were not from Babylon or Syria or Assyria. But Joseph's haters were his brethren. And they hated him because he had a, a dream. Mm. There are people that will hate you because of what God placed in you. But it doesn't matter how much they hate you, they cannot stop you. If God be for us, then who can be against us? David tells us that, yea, though I walk... Through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, because thou art with me. Hallelujah. Is rod, the staff, they will comfort me. In the presence of my haters, God will prepare a table for me, because God is for us. Hallelujah. So don't allow your haters to distract you. Your God is not dead, but he is alive and he's well. And your dreams shall come to pass because your hope is built on nothing less. But Jesus' blood and righteousness, there is a hope in the name of Jesus. So I don't want you to get bitter because they talk about you. 
I don't want you to get upset because they are backbiting you, but keep your hope and your heart right before the living God because on Christ, the solid rock, we stand and all other grounds, they are sinking sand. Can I whisper this to you? Your experiences must make you better and not bitter. You are on a journey. You are marching towards a victory. There are great things ahead of you. And do not be distracted by the haters. They may want to kill your dream. They want to kill your vision. They don't want you to have a future. But in the name of Jesus, you shall create impact. You shall create waves. You shall reach the nations of the world. You shall live and not die. You shall go over and not under. You shall lend and not borrow. You shall be victors and not victims. Because your God is not dead. Oh, somebody praise him today. So I want you to look out for the haters. And you are not going to hate them. But you are going to love them. You are going to bless them that curse you. You shall do good to those who hate you. You shall pray for those who despitefully use you and persecute you. Because you are a child of God. You are a child of destiny. There is greater on before you. Your best days are not behind you, but they are before you. I don't care how old you are, but your best days are not behind you, but they are before you. So look out for your haters. Joseph looked out for them. They hated him, but he loved them. But secondly, quickly, look out for the liars. The liars. So there are haters that you are going to meet on your way. But you must pass them without allowing your spirit to be troubled. But they will also be the liars. Let us not forget that when Joseph was brought into Egypt, that he was sold to a gentleman called, Fair, uh, called, called Potiphar. And he was brought to a house to work as a slave. And while he was there, Mrs. Potiphar told a lie on Joseph. Now, this lie was a lie that sent Joseph to prison. But look at it this way. So, Joseph got to prison. Okay, now be reminded that while the liars or the haters want to kill you, the liars want to ruin your reputation beyond any form of repair. They are some lies that are told on people that it will take years for you to recover from those lies. Do you know how many people have lost their jobs because of lies? Do you know how many people are behind bars today because of lies? Do you know how many, pro how many families are torn apart because of lies? Do you know the kind of disunity in workplaces today because of lies? Do you know how many people will not even speak to you because of what somebody else told them about you? 
So, you know, in prison, I figure that people talk a lot about, why are you here? And this one may say, well, I'm here because, you know, I got into a fight and I did this. And next one will say, well, I'm here because somebody hurt me and I did something serious to them. And they will ask Joseph, why are you here? And he said, somebody told a lie on me. And they laugh him to scorn. You, I heard your problem. I heard what you did. I, you know, what you did is all over the place. Don't behave like you're holy. Don't behave like you're honest. You know, it's amazing what people talk about other people. It's amazing. So Joseph went to prison. And his uh, reputation was damaged. As you move on to your road, to your success. Lies will be told on you, but your God is still alive. As you move on to your success, to your better days, to your greater days, it might look as if you have taken 10 steps backward. And you might be saying, but uh, didn't I get a dream? Didn't I have a vision? Didn't I believe that God was going to be magnified in my life? Am I not worshiping God? Am I not praising God? Am I not a worshiper of God? Why am I in this place? But I want to remind you that your God is higher than the highest. He is greater than the greats. And there's nobody who can take his crown away. He remains the all-time undefeated, undisputed and champion. And he will redeem you. He will come again because he is not dead. But he is alive and he's well. Don't allow your experiences to make you bitter. You'll pass through the valley of the shadow of death. You will pass back biters, persecutors, liars, and haters. But hold your seat in the presence of the living God. And don't stop praising. And don't stop worshiping. And don't stop giving. Because the victory is ahead. Your best is yet to come. And the devil cannot stop you. Your God is alive, he's alive, he's alive, and he's well. So Joseph passed the liar and the hater. And after you have successfully passed the liar and the hater, God will take you to meet the baker. Because hear me, when you pass the liar, and past the hater, you are bruised, you are broken, you are disappointed, you are discouraged, and you need somebody to put you back together again. Have you ever been down? Have you ever been discouraged? Have you ever feel as if, boy, it makes no sense? You have won this victory, but another battle is on its way. They have lied on you. They hated you without a cause. They have tried to rip your reputation apart. And you feel as if you are torn, you are broken to pieces. And at that particular time, you need to meet the baker. Because the baker takes small pieces of things and put them back. And what looked as if it had no good left in it, 
and make a nice cake out of it. Can I tell you, out of your bitter experiences, out of your most discouraging times and moments, the baker is putting it back together. And you will not be the same again. The devil is a liar. But your life shall come back together, my God. Because there shall be a sweet, sweet anointing upon your life. Because the potter wants to put you back together again. Ah. It looks as if it's rough. It's tough. It looks as if I'm broken. I'm no good. I can't come back to my dreams. I have my visions, but I, it, I don't look as if they, it will be a reality. But thank God for the baker. He will take the bits of bread, the little flour, little sugar, little spice here and there. And he's going to mix it. Oh, talk with me, somebody. He's going to mix it together and make something beautiful out of nothing. Who am I talking to today? Your life looks as if it is a mess. But hey, it's just a message God is bringing out for you. It is not over. So he's putting it back together again. You know, I forget who did the song. You know, it talks about in case you have fallen by the wayside of life. Dreams and visions shattered. Your heart broken inside. You don't have to stay in the shape that you are in. Because the potter, he wants to put you back together again. Have the right attitude. Come to church when the doors are open. Have a song in your heart in moments like this. I'm going to worship you. I've been battered. I've been bruised. I've been lied upon. I've been talked about. I've been hated. I've been cast aside. But I brought all my pieces, my broken pieces in the presence of the living God. And as the worship goes on, the potter is mixing the mortar. He's mixing the mortar because he's putting you back together again. So, after the hater, the liar, he met the baker. But after the baker, he met the butler. And this is where I think a lot of people are today. You are meeting the butler. No, the butler has no resources. He has no possession. He has no wealth. But the butler know who has it. And the, the butler wants to take you. Boy, you have been dreaming all these years. Boy, prophetic words are upon your life all these years. Boy, you have struggled all these years. And God has brought you to me. And I need to bring you to a door that I need to open on your behalf. I don't have what you want, but I know who has it. I know who has it. You're business people. Who am I talking to? God is about to lead you to a butler. Or take you to a door. 
and the contract shall be yours. The butler doesn't have the contract. The butler doesn't have the money. The butler doesn't have the resources. But he knows just where to go. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. I come to tell somebody that you have been struggling. You have been in your now and you are getting to your then. You have been through frustration, torment. You have been through all different types of problems and heartaches and pain. But don't stop because God is leading you to your butler. You have passed your liars, your haters, your bakers. And God is leading you to your butler. And when you get to your butler, he will take your hands and bring you to where you are supposed to be. Can you lift your hands and say, thank you, Jesus. Hold my hands, Lord. Hold my hands. Hold my hands. Hold my hands. Hold my hands. So, can I warn you? Don't give up when you meet your liar. Don't give up when you meet your hater. Don't give up when you, it's not finished. When the, when, when the baker puts you back together, it's still not yet finished. Because God is bringing you. Along the way. So Joseph met the butler. And he said, hey, I had a dream. I was stolen from the land of the Hebrews. And even here, I've done nothing wrong. When you get out of here, talk to Pharaoh. You need somebody who can talk to the person. The butler is in the right position to do that. So when you leave your butler, you are going to meet your Pharaoh. All the resources that you need to do what needs to be done, Pharaoh has it. The power that you need, the authority that you need, Pharaoh has it. And that is in the physical. Okay, Pharaoh has it. But in the spiritual, be reminded that Jesus tells us that I will pray to my father. And things will happen when I do that. And whatever you ask of him in my name, it shall be done. So in the name of Jesus, there shall be power bestowed upon you. In the name of Jesus, they shall be doors open on your behalf. In the name of Jesus, your enemies that come out against you one way shall flee before you in several directions. Because there is a power in the powerful name of Jesus. So I really want to bring a word of encouragement. It's a word to impact church. It's a word to every member, every visitor of this church. That you are on a great journey. A journey that will have haters and liars and devourers, etc. But you will not be stopped in the name of Jesus. Because your God is bigger than your problems. Your God is bigger than your haters. Your God is bigger than your liars. You are on the right foundation. Your Christ is alive and he is well. And you will meet your Pharaoh where all the resources are in the name of Jesus. 
So brothers and sisters, take courage. Don't give up. Don't become weary in well-doing. Because we shall reap if we faint not. Bow your heads with me today. And pastor shall be coming in a moment. Hallelujah. So God, we just lift up a worship to you. A worship to you, almighty God. Because we know that there's so much power in worship. So Father, we don't know where the journey different ones are at this time. But we believe that different ones are at different places on the journey. I pray for their strength. I pray that they will be focused. I pray, Almighty God, that they will not become discouraged. I pray that their experiences will not make them bitter, but better. I pray that they will go from strength to strength. In the midst, Almighty God, of their situation, they will still be praising you, waiting to meet their butler and their Pharaoh in the name of Jesus. Bless your people, we ask of you today. In the powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Come on, can we thank Michael for that word? <laughs> wow. Wow. Will you stand today? I just want you, right where you are, will you just bow your head? and close your eyes, and I just want you to have a moment, just a moment with the Lord. I really believe, I know Michael said when he began that he felt like the Lord had given him a specific word for our church, for the people of this church. And I just want us to take a moment and just, just ask, just ask the Lord right now. Maybe you need to ask the Lord right now just with your, with your eyes closed, not worried about anybody that's around you, but you just ask the Lord, what are you, maybe you need to ask him, what are you saying to me right now? Or you may be in this room right now and you know exactly, you know exactly that this was a word for you, that this was something that you know it's no accident that you came to church today. And so maybe your question is just, Lord, what do you, what do I need to do with this? What do I need to do with this? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I want to invite our prayer team to come down. At the end of every service, we have an opportunity for anybody who wants prayer, needs prayer, to receive prayer. And we're going to have that again today. But I just... I just really feel in my spirit that there are, it may just be one person, it may be multiple people, but you kind of feel like you are in the, you've experienced the haters, you've experienced the lies, and you're in the, you're in the place where you feel like giving up. You feel like maybe this is the end for me. Maybe I need to do something different. Maybe this is not. Some of you are even questioning whether or not God even told you to do what you've been doing. Because of the opposition that has been coming your way. 
I heard somebody say this one time that if you're not if you're not bumping into the devil or bumping into the enemy at least every so often you might be walking in the same direction and there are a lot of people that you're facing opposition and things you you feel like you're bumping into one thing after another thing after another thing after another thing after another thing and I just believe prophetically that it means you're moving in the right direction and the enemy doesn't want you to get where God wants you to be but I came to tell somebody today to keep moving and keep walking and keep pushing through and keep banging into the wall and keep saying, you know what? I know I feel like my prayers right now are not getting above the ceiling, but I'm not going to stop praying. I know that this looks like it's hopeless, but I'm not going to give up hope. Because God is still faithful and God is still able. So Lord, right now we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you for what you have spoken to us individually, what you have spoken to our church today. And Lord, I pray that you would take it and you would do what only you can do with it. Lord, that you would plant it in our hearts, that you would transform our minds, that we would no longer see this as a moment to give up, but a moment to keep pressing on, to keep going believing that God is working all things together for our good, that he's putting us back together and he's putting us in the right places to meet the right people, to get where God wants us to go. And we thank you in advance, even though we might not be able to see it right now. We thank you that it is coming. We don't know how long it will take, but Lord, we will not lose hope. We will press on. We will forget the things that are behind us. We will strain toward the things that are ahead of us. We will keep our eyes on Jesus. And God, we thank you right now in advance for where you're taking us and what you have in store for us. Give us eyes, even as we, we said just a few weeks ago, to where we would say, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. I might not be able to see it in the physical right now, but oh, I, I've got vision. I can see it. I can see it. And Lord, we ask you as we sing this last song and we worship you, as we lift our hands, as we lift our voices, God, that you would, God, that you would speak to us. And Lord, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all the glory. And Holy Spirit, if there's anybody here today who needs prayer for anything in their life, pray that you would draw them for prayer in Jesus' name. Amen.